Hello everyone. How's it going? And how's it going, Sean? How have you been? Hey guys. Hey everyone. Welcome to this podcast. Does not have a name. Episode twelve for December fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Uh, I've been pretty good. How about yourself? <sighs> not too bad. Been busy at work and tired, and mm-hmm. not in the mood to really stream or do anything. So I wanted to go back to bed. <laughs> That's what it's what it's been like for me this week. Uh, but you know how that is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So what? Anything else? I I saw you streaming this morning. So that's you played Cyberpunk. Yeah, I guess you know I did stream. I guess once this week, uh, I played a bit of Cyberpunk. I uninstalled and reinstalled the whole thing. Make sure that all the patches and that that came out were installed properly. I deleted all my old saves because I don't know with what changes what would have affected where my game progress was. So decided I'd start over from scratch. So mm-hmm. they have done a bunch of uh, performance uh, stuff with the game for the better, at least for my machine. So when the uh, game launched originally, no, excuse me, sorry. When the game launched originally, I was I could have like. I would. I had all the settings turned up on high except for the uh, RTX stuff. I my machine can't handle that with uh, with Cyberpunk, so I turned that off. But I had everything else on high with a couple settings turned down a little bit lower, and I was getting forty five frames per second, dropping to twelve in certain areas, like really bad frame jumps. Like I think it would bounce between maybe 45 and 25 frames per second it was really bad do um, you still have issues with that is it, is it like a computer thing or like a game thing uh it i would assume that it has to do with maybe some some bad optimization here and there uh you know video card issues or you know like just try to get patches out to fix certain things and, so it's a game still. Yeah, Sounds I would like... assume that a lot of it is game because it is a big open world RPG. There's lots of stuff that can be, you know, thrown around in the environment. Not as much as like Skyrim, but there is still like destructible train-ish things or things that fly around when you shoot uh, objects. Lots of pickable up items, so things like that. So it does hurt. It does hit your system pretty hard, or it can. Mm-hmm. Um, now. I, with the RTX still turned off, I can have all the settings turn up to its high setting, and I'm sitting at an averaging between 60 and 55 frames, with drops okay. maybe down to 30, but those frames I haven't noticed been that bad down that low for me. Usually it might drop to 40 on some parts. I have noticed some freezing here and there, like uh, like when I load into a certain area and, the, you know, Everything loads in at once, so your machine slows down a lot. But uh, I've only experienced that a couple of times last night, so it wasn't anything as bad as it was on launch. Because I remember on launch, I was telling you, one of the last times I played the game, I was walking down one of the streets with a lot of uh, vending machines. And multiple times a second as I was walking down the street, the textures would flicker in and out of existence or would change what environment those machines belong to, the textures. So it would go from like low town to high town to the dune or to the slums to, you know, 
crisp and clean downtown, you know, kind of environment just constantly flickering, and it was a really awful. <laughs> Obviously, this the game's not finished. There's still definitely some bugs. You saw at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I was just looking for a moment to jump in, like when I when I came on your stream this morning before when I was getting ready for work. Uh, you got into a fight or something. You won the fight, and then there's like a like a bonfire or something, and like it's like floating. Like the actual fire itself is floating in the air. You're like, huh? I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, I think during the fight, the fucking uh, like, like a barrel fire fell over, and the fire didn't recognize it was extinguished and just floated in the air. Yeah, I mean, I can see why cyberpunk is so cheap nowadays. Like during Black Friday, people said they were picking up for for like ten bucks at the source, Chris. But like everywhere else, I'm seeing like thirty dollars. You can pick it up, right? So, and it's not, I don't think they'll ever charge for the DLC for that game. So basically, you're if you pick up that game, you're good. You know, if you ever want to play at some point. Yeah, down the line, I picked it up on launch. So I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and you know. As people like to say, don't pre-order games. And this is why. Prime example. Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, if you buy it now, it's going to be cheaper as opposed to if you were to, you know, pick up Final Fantasy VII Remake, <laughs> which is apparently full price on Epic. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll they... wait. I'll wait. I, I wait this long, I'll wait. Anyways, we'll Yeah, we'll I was going to say, later. didn't they do the same thing for, like, Kingdom Hearts? When they released the Kingdom Hearts collections, and they were like, "Hey, you know these games you get on twenty dollars on PlayStation, you pay us eighty dollars on Epic." Like, no, no, even those first times on PC, no, thank you. I'll yeah, just... I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I had another bug where like some of the, um... oh, was it Max Tech? I think it is there kind of vehicles were floating like a good foot off the ground every one of them at this uh one psycho kind of a uh, mission which i'm pretty sure i took care of and the game i don't think knocked it off saying it was complete so i don't know what i did wrong i managed to get in there and take him out stealthily was I, I don't know what i was supposed to do i think i took the body to where it's supposed to go i don't remember where it is there's no checkpoint for it so i don't know what happened Hmm. I'll have to see if I can find out where that quest is, like try and look it up online or something, and find out exactly where it is or what happened. I kind so of remember the... it, but not really. The game is still bugged in that way. I don't know if it's a bug or what, because the um psychopath ones, I think you're supposed to find them around, or you're supposed to get missions for them. But I didn't get a quest marker for where this one was, so I don't know if that was a mission, a different type of mission, or what. It, Seemed like it was this type of mission, but it might have been a different one. I don't know. I hope it's not a bug on that mission, because that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a I mean, pretty you're sure. you're kind okay. you're kind of brave to be playing that game right now. <laughs> I plan on playing it, but it's gonna be like a couple years, like when it's all fixed, you know. I don't think. Yeah, but I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> I want to play it now. <laughs> I wanted to play it when it came out and it was bad. <laughs> so. It's like Homer Simpson. I, I forget I forget which object, like food or drink he's talking about. I was like, oh, five seconds, but I want it now. I want it now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Other than that, I think I did a little bit of Pokemon on stream. I mean, 
I did beat another gym, lost a couple more, a couple more Pokemon, <laughs> and that was about it. Endless cycle of just losing Pokemon, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's if I talked about that last week. I don't remember when, when I lost those guys. It might have been actually last week. I don't remember. Anyway, that's about it. Just been real busy. Real busy at work, really. Oh, and I actually started playing. Uh, I guess Breath of the Wild. Oh, nice. Okay. Meh. Meh. Okay. I mean, seven out of ten game. <laughs> that's not a bad score. No, it's not. It's, I, I like it, but I also don't like it. The game doesn't tell you how to cook food in the game, and you need to know how to do that right away. Yeah, I, God, you know, I just got my Switch and I bought the game. I haven't played it yet, but like I played it on my friend's Switch for like maybe twenty minutes to thirty minutes when it came out. I'm like, this doesn't feel like your typical Zelda game. It feels more like Skyrim to me. So like, I, I hope I'll be able to get over that that hump I th when I play the game myself. Yeah, right now, like if you keep kind of going in the direction of like the story, it will feel like an open world Zelda game. Like they they do kind of like push you toward you know the locations well, you need to go to and such. I was playing on my friend's save file. It wasn't a new save file, so like I was experiencing like you know being an enemy, picking up a weapon, and I tried cooking. I'm like, yeah, this is really weird for a Zelda. Like it's fine for a game, but it's weird for a Zelda game specifically. Yeah, I don't. I'm like I said, you know. It's... For me, it's kind of <laughs> like I, I like and don't like it, right? But it's definitely different. Definitely not my favorite. Like I, w I would compare it to my favorite, which is like Wind Waker. I was gonna say, man, in Breath of the Wild, you spend forever just wandering from location to location with nothing to do, and then I'm like, you do that in Wind Waker as well. And I yeah, really like I was that one. Say. <laughs> so I can't compare it to that in that sense because it's the same thing, kind of. If anything, Wind Waker has less because it's just open seas for a lot of mm -hmm. it. So, you know, they are both different. I was upset. I had to look online how to find out how to cook food because the game doesn't tell you how to do it. There's no tutorial on how to do it. <laughs> Everything else, they give you tutorials on how to do, but not cooking food. And I was upset because you need to know how to do that to get the fur to get all your abilities, like your uh, your special techniques there, at, at, on the uh, first location. What's it called? The plateau. And I was like, "Well, what the hell?" Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to trudge through it. It still does feel like Zelda in some respect, but also just big open world traveling nothingness, right? <laughs> so, I think it will get you or it won't get you. Unfortunately, that's the way I guess a lot of open world games in general kind of do as well. Or yeah. I kind of like. So, well, that's it for me from what I can remember. How about you? Um, quite a bit happened since the last podcast. I got, I got, like, I already got a raise at work. I had to fight for it a little bit, but I made my point and. I got a small raise. That's something. So that's mm. pretty cool. Work has been going great, actually, for the most part. Um, and then for games, uh, so let's see. I last week I was talking about ukulele and the Impossible Air. Mm. I completed it. I got I got all I got all the collectibles. I got all the levels complete, hundred percent. And then the meta achievement for unlocking all the other achievements didn't unlock, and I found that that was a glitch. 
So I'm pretty upset about that because it leaves Game Pass tonight. <laughs> so it's kind of like, well, I'm fucked. I can't get the last achievement for getting all the other achievements, even though I have all the other achievements. It's just not unlocking. I oh. emailed. I emailed the develop. Oh, no, sorry, I didn't email. I went to their website. And there's like a there's like a bug form. Mm. It's very short. You, you fill it out. And they emailed me back like within 24 hours. I was actually pretty impressed. And then they, it wasn't like an automated reply. It was actually they they actually I could tell like they actually eat like you know they wrote specific things about my situation. I told them about. I'm like, oh okay. So they said they'll be fixing it soon. So again, it leaves Game Pass. So. I'd have to buy the game to get the last achievement if I wanted it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, what else have I it been kinda playing? It kind of sucks for someone who likes to challenge themselves with achievements. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, on the weekend, I streamed like nine hours one day trying to get the last Golden Freddy uh, challenge mode done in Sister Location. I didn't get it. And then like the next morning, I just streamed for like an hour and I got it. I knew I was so close. And, you know, I should have ended the stream after like three or four hours. I was like... I even said on the stream at the time, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm mentally fatigued, but I just kept pushing myself, mm. pushing myself. I knew I was so close. Like, it, I wasn't doing it out of out of stubborn persistence. I was doing it out of determination because I, trust me, I've been playing games all my life. I know myself very well. I knew I was close to doing it, and then all I needed was some sleep. I woke up within an hour the next morning on stream. So yeah, that's that, was, that you know, tends to be how it is. That's yeah. So that was that was pretty good. That was that was amazing. I got that as a clip, so I'm pretty proud about that. That that's actually a really difficult one because one of the animatronics, uh, you can't prevent this or deactivate it. Well, in terms of like once the night starts, um, there's five like mini arenas, which are like mini ballerinas, and okay. they literally block most of your screen. So you have to work around them. Oh, so okay. literally most of your screen is blocked out. Imagine, imagine just like a random assortment, like sixty percent of your screen just is black. Yeah, <laughs> you have to play through that. And if that's not bad, bad enough, like I'm playing on the console version because I want the achievements. The PC version, which I already also have, uh, for sister location, doesn't have achievements on Steam. But the console versions do, so that's why. But the console versions, um, you have a mouse and you have to use the controller to move your mouse, and it's a very I don't want to go into too much detail here because it's really hard to explain it without showing you what I mean. But there's like, you can make your mouse go really like this. You can set the set the sensitivity. You can send like the screen wrap if you want it. Mm-hmm. I had to like find just the right settings. So like normally my mouse is like really fast, but if I hold the modifier button, it goes very slow, which you yeah. want because one of the anim- animatronics bonnet. She's a pink bunny. She co- she goes across the screen really quickly from your right to your left and if you don't bonk her nose you have to like actually click her nose like the mouse has to be on her nose not not her body her nose specifically you have to bonk her nose and if you don't and she reaches the end of the hall of, of in front of you the, like not even yeah. the hallway but like your office she just automatically kills you like immediately yeah i think you're so, mentioning that with the wonky hitboxes on the two sides yeah. just blocking you <laughs> and you have to work through the puppets so your your mouse technically works, but you can't see your mouse because the the the, the mini arenas are blocking your mouse. Mm. So it's like it's like it's on like, you know, like something like uh, Twit, like OBS, like different layers. Like yeah. it's you, then the puppet, then your mouse. It's like, you know, it's like the puppets, like the the mini arenas are like you know they're like really small, but they're all like you know like this or like you know kind of, kind of like this, like just blocking your field of view. It's yeah. like. Uh, so <laughs> there's nothing you can do to prevent them or deactivate them once the night starts. You just have to deal with them. I did it. 
and it was an amazing feeling. Really good about that. Uh, the next FNAF game of the series comes out in a couple of days, but I'm a couple of games behind. So the game I just beat was FNAF 5, aka Sister Location. He stopped numbering them after number 4. It goes FNAF 1, 2, 3, 4, and then they have names after that. But FNAF 5 is Sister Location, so we 100% that. I still have FNAF Pizzeria Simulator, which is number 6. And then there's like the non-VR VR game. So like they had the VR game, but they made it like non-VR, just like a normal like a, game. Yeah. So I need to play through that too at some point. Hmm. So, so you said yeah, there's a new um, one coming out soon? Yeah, like in a couple of days. It's called, oh shit, I forget the name now. I didn't know if he was doing another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, everyone wants to know what's happening now. Because I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything about the story, but. Yeah, it's uh, the story's gone has a kind of a new angle. That's all I'll say. Okay. So everyone was, <laughs> it's, it's going to be really fucking difficult for me to resist the temptation to to know what happens before playing the game because like the whole reason I got into this franchise was from watching Matt Pat's videos on game theory. Yeah, that, I think you linked a bunch of them to me <laughs> just because yeah. I kind of wanted to know the story. I didn't want to bother playing the games. <laughs> without without his videos, I'd never be playing these games. So because of that, it's going to be hard for me to resist because I this is like how I've known the story up until now. It's essentially watching his videos. So mm. I don't usually I fucking hate spoilers, but this is like the one exception I might just like break that on because I yeah. don't know. I mean, you know. But at very least, like you're gonna be watching his videos at some point because there's definitely some obtuse-ish things when it comes to story, or things you will probably not pick up on while you're trying to survive the nights, right? Exactly. It's always good to get the view of someone who's just dove in on everything for that and done it in a good, uh, definitely concise uh, video. <laughs> I can definitely see that. I love watching uh, other people's lore videos on things like that. So. Whenever he yeah. finishes that, I'm sure he'll drop me th his video for it. <laughs> same, same thing for uh, the other game I'm playing on stream, which is um, Hollow Knight. Like the lore in that game is like Dark Souls. It's like mm. some of the items have descriptions. Some of the enemies you face in the Hunter Journal. Once like, you defeat so many, they the Hunter and the game fills that entry journal with like some little tidbits of lore. And then there's some like random, I found like maybe like 10 or 20 of them like in the game, like some statues or some like plaques that you read. And like, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck the story's about. I'm going to have to watch a lure dump on that game because I beat, I got the first ending on Hollow Knight and I still don't know what the fuck's going on for the most part. A little bit, but not too much. Yeah. Uh, I had to do about? that for uh, for the Dark Souls games. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. Like every yeah. item. Kind of like Hollow Knight, I think every item has a description on it that kind of slowly builds up the lore and story of the games. <laughs> exactly. Like for Dark Souls 1, which is the only Dark Souls game I played, I eventually 100%ed it, but it took like two playthroughs at least. I think yeah. it was two or three. I think it was three. But I beat the game once. I I looked at, I looked at it like an online for a lore thing. I'm like, oh, and then like the, my second playthrough, I'm like, oh, this actually makes sense. Now I know what this item description is actually talking about. And I enjoyed I enjoyed that aspect of it. I, I enjoy understanding it from my point of view, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so. in the Dark Souls games, would you say, you know, the, uh, the, the messages that people can leave? Yeah. Have you seen the, um, have you seen the, the two? I think, uh, or, or you haven't played the second one, have you? No, I only ever played the first game, so Damn. don't so spoil think, anything for me. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say something in terms of like some of the messages that are left, but if you haven't played the second one, 
then I can't, I'm not going to say anything because you'll probably see it if you ever get there. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not going to, I was going to ask which one's your favorite out of, out of these two messages that you see in the Dark Souls games, but you need to play the second one to know. Okay. Fair. So, That's anyway. Fair. <laughs> um, and then I finished uh, It Takes Two with Ryan, which is your roommate, Chris, on the Xbox ecosystem. We played that off and on the last week. And it was fantastic. Um, I can see why you won Game of the Year. Oh, and on Friday, I, I watched, not all of it, but I watched most of the Game Awards. And I, I know, Chris, you don't enjoy that. You kind of consider yeah. it a wash. You don't really care I at all. I was actually going to keep bring that up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it on Friday. Um, I guess we'll say our thoughts later. But yeah, that's that's why I don't Friday well, was basically watching I don't really that. have thoughts. Well, I don't even know who won or who didn't win things. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it just... won multiple awards, including Game of the Year. So, and and it's a really fucking good game. It was, it's really good. Uh, what's really good about the game too is only one person needs to buy it if you're if you're gonna buy it at all. Like I, I we play it through Game Pass, so we didn't have to buy it at all. But let's say you don't have anything, you just mm. buy the game. Your friend does never they your friend never has to buy the game to play with you. They get like a friend's pass or something. Like they, they I think they can only play with someone who owns the game. Mm. But it's still only one person has to buy the game once. So that's pretty fucking awesome because it's a co-op only game. They did that with the last game as well, right? Uh, Yes, yes. They made a couple other games. The one before this was the prison one. Uh, What's it called? Shit. No Way Out. No Way Out. And then the one before that he made was, I'm sure you've heard of this one, Brothers, A Tales of Two Sons. Yeah, I haven't played it, but I've heard of it. That's that one was like a single player game, but you control each brother on each joystick. And then, and then the the No Way Out and and um, uh, it takes two is kind of similar in that the, the screen is like split in half, mm. and each you can see each player at all times on your half the screen. It's basically your your like this is your screen, this is my screen, kind of like you know N sixty four days, you know yeah. it's like so basically that's pretty cool because you can see what your partner's up to at all times and they can see what you're up to so. Yeah, it's a lot easier to to coordinate things and help each other out that way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it so, uh, oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, we be I beat that with Ryan, and I started last night. I started playing the game again with someone else, uh, with with Mandy. So shout outs to Mandy if you're listening to this. She does listen to our podcast. So, yeah, uh, and we got where through. is she located? Like on Twitch, if people want. to. Oh yes, out. yes, on Twitch, Mandy Snow. Andy with two eyes. Uh, was playing with her, and it was pretty fun. So the good thing about the game is that each character is unique, and like each world has its own mechanic, and each character in 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 the world has their own unique mechanic. So it's it's not quite a different game, but you're doing a different task. For example, the first level is like a, the tool shed. Eventually, one character has like the the middle part of a hammer like without the wooden part like like on their back and they can like swing it around and like bonk things and the other player has like kind of a, a sling on their back like with with three empty slots and eventually you find one nail then two nails and three nails and it's kind of like a magical nail you can like throw it and it'll stick to something and then you can like retrieve it so basically think of like there's gonna be like a platform and like you know maybe one per- one person with the hammer presses like the button, like stands on the button, the platform goes up, but as soon as they come out, it goes down. So, yeah. you know, you know they, they go here and like you, there's like a little nail spots there. So, like you throw your nail into the hole, which holds the ladder in place. And, you know, it's kind of like that. It's kind of yeah. like it, the whole game from start to finish requires teamwork. Like, you cannot beat this game by yourself, even yeah. if you could by yourself. It's well, not possible. Like the whole 
point of the game is a divorcing couple is trying to work together to get through their issues with each other and try and save their marriage if yeah. they even bother if they even want to or if that but that's kind of the premise sorry uh that they're trying to or are being forced so, to try to fix their marriage through working yeah together. so the 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 premise of the game it happens before you even get to play the games like the opening cutscene is basically a couple are on the verge of divorce and they tell their daughter in their house and the daughter is like, you know, crying like, you know, please. <coughs> she buys a magic book and basically she wishes for her parents to be friends again and not fight. Well, not really fight. They're not really fighting per se, but, you know, like not get divorced essentially. And then, yeah, the their consciousness are kind of spawned inside two dolls and like you're, you're tiny and, you know, you have to work your way through like enormous levels it's 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 really cool it's very unique again i saw why it won game of the year and we need more games like this it's it's fucking amazing yeah i saw the premise before and stuff i was like eh, i don't know if this is gonna be good and then people start more and more people start playing and going no this is actually pretty fun so yeah, i've seen it just um, keep growing and growing with people playing it so i played it on the xbox with, with ryan and with mandy it's actually because we both have game pass ultimate uh, we have EA Pass or whatever it's called. So I download the EA client on the PC, and because we have Game Pass, we just put in our credentials, and there we go. We're downloading It Takes Two for PC. So yeah, now we're playing on PC. My PC is a piece of shit compared to my Series X, though. It does not run the game as well, even with reduced settings. I'm still losing some frames, so mm. it's a little disappointing, but it, it's it's still playable. So yeah, that's well, that's good. As long as you get five. What else? I didn't get a good chance to play my Switch. Uh, I played a little bit of Metroid, not really enough to talk about, but mm. I played a little bit of Metroid. Uh, because of the Game Awards, uh, Nintendo had a DLC sale, so I jumped on the Breath of the Wild DLC, the, the expansion pass. There's like two no, I didn't DLCs. Know. I didn't know that there was a big yeah. sale for that. And then uh, the other day, I think on Monday of this week, uh, after work, I just stopped in EB Games randomly, because it's like the mall's right beside my, where I live. And uh, I saw Mario Odyssey was on sale for like $55, regular price 80 So I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I'll pick that up. I'm like, and I looked on the sale, I'm like, I swear Mario Odyssey has some DLC. But then I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'm confusing that with like Bowser's Wrath from Super Mario 3D Land or whatever it's called. I, I haven't played a Mario game in forever. I, I, I lost track of the whole we think for galaxy galaxy 2 galaxy 3 i i lost track of mario games Od at that point so odyssey is great i think it's but, my favorite 3d mario game oh really yeah oh. better better than 64 i've never beaten 64 but 64 has really bad controls and i mean granted it's on the fucking 64 but i never owned that one i've you know played galaxy i played a bit of 64 i played uh, the one where you have the flood, uh, sunshine. sunshine, and I played this one, and I think this is the best one. <laughs> the fact that I... you could get multiple stars in a level and it doesn't boot you out of the level every single time, like Mario 64 does, or Sunshine, like this is better just on that front. <laughs> and I like uh, the cap mechanic, I think it's better than the flood or whatever it's called, fluid or. I think you're right, Flood. Yeah, anyway. It, it's my favorite one. <laughs> and then, uh, what else? What else? 
uh, I think there's like one other thing, but I forget. It's not. It's it was on the tip of my tongue before, but I'll I'll remember it later. So yeah, that's that's the games yeah. I've been playing. Oh, I saw. I think I saw it said already. Yes, I saw Shang uh, Shang Chi on Disney Plus. I think you meant either you mentioned it on live last podcast or you mentioned about me after mentioned that oh, me afterwards. But right, I believe I just you did remember. mention it. So they dropped a free Matrix demo. Oh, I did see that, but I haven't played it yet. Right? And I was so excited. They're like, it drops. Because they had Keanu Reeves and Mary Ann Voss? Or Mary... Fuck, I forget her name. Trinity. Yeah. They had both actors on the Game Awards. They're like, you can get the demo right now. I'm like, oh my god, I love Matrix. So... I was on. I was downloading the demo. It's like I think thirty gigs for consoles. I think it's only for PS Five and Xbox Series X. I, I believe think last so. time I checked. So it's basically an Unreal demo, which is like the Unreal Engine Five. Mm. And yeah, I I played through it once. It's basically it's it's a glorified demo of the engine. Basically, it's divided into three chunks, and you can't skip it the first time. The first chunk is like Keanu Reeves talking to you as a player. First is Neo, then has himself, mm. and then. He's like, you know, what if we made the Matrix and the bullet time? You're, you know, think talking about like, you know, the 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 blend, the the lines blending between reality and fantasy. And so basically, he's talking about like, you know, how how far we've come with our technology and how like he can like become a game character. And like the next is like the next thing that happens is like Neo and Neo and Trinity are like back in the Matrix and they're they're in a car driving and they're talking like and the you know they're fully animated. It's it's not the actors. It's mm. like them in the unreal engine and it's like it looks... wow this is actually really fucking good and but there's some really corny puns because like there's one point you know like you know neo and trinity are like you know they're full matrixing with the sunglasses right mm. so i i, I I'm, I'm gonna pretend i was you know trinity like neo asks a question and then trinity goes oh i don't know neo it's pretty unreal <laughs> pretty like that unreal. i'm like i'm like oh god no no but so it, it was <laughs> Because like the Matrix, you know that they would do something like that. Yeah, and then the next part is like you're some random Matrix girl you've never seen before, and you play as her, and you like Neil goes flying off because he's OP, and Trinity's driving the car you're in, and she's like, "Get the gun, shoot the agent." So you're like shooting the agents off the road with the with the handgun, and then you switch like an assault rifle for a helicopter, and then after that, it's just like free roam mode. It's like Mm. it's very like the city's big. But there's nothing really to do. Like you can fly, like not your character, but like you can go to like you know camera mode and like go anywhere you want. But like when you're playing as a character, you can like run. You can't even jump. You can go into a car and drive. If you drive over people, they just like turn into like the green code and disappear. Yeah. So, and 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 you nothing can stop you. There's not like police. It's just like a very basic, very very basic demo. Again, it's it's more like not the game demo, just like it's a tech the demo. Unreal engine demo yes it's exactly. a show off so. to like square enix you know what they could do with the new yeah. final fantasy game <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get you ready watching the movie but it's if you're a matrix fan even if you're a little matrix fan it's it's worth a download it's like 20 minutes of your time i mean it's, it's worth that... checking out youtube videos just to see the type of tech that they built into the engine now yeah it's it's really impressive stuff because like once you're done like right before the free roam mode they like show off like you can't skip it but like they show off press the button to go between night and day for like 10 seconds like press the button between to go between like different shaders or like different resolutions to kind of like showcase like different color textures it's 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 uh Mm. it's pretty cool like you know 
I'm not a programmer, but like the stuff that they just show off was okay. You know, it's just the next level of the Unreal Engine. Not really a game, more so as you said, a tech demo. But as a Matrix fan, I excuse me, I don't regret wasting my time downloading it. It was worth it. That's good. And that's that's all I've been up to. Did you see the um, interview that they're doing around the time of that dropped uh, with Keanu Reeves and the actress who played Trinity. I don't remember her name. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll asking, let you say it. Them asking Keanu Reeves about, you know, whether or not he plays video games and his thoughts on the mod in Cyberpunk when it came out of uh, them replacing one of the um, strippers or whatever it is, sex workers, with his skin. Yes, Johnny Silverhands, the people could have sex with him. And Keanu's reaction was like, yes! <laughs> he was so yeah, excited. Pretty much. <laughs> and then he goes on talking about, you know, uh, the uh, he, he basically gives his gives an okay to people to mod him into the game for that purpose. He goes, "Oh man, you know VR porn." He just dives in to talking about the uh, talking about it and the future of it. And uh, what's her name? Please, Trinity. He's like, you know, just sitting back and smiling. She's like, "You don't have my permission to put me in the game." No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not okay with that. You know. <laughs> That that should be that should be flattery for anyone. I mean, Keanu definitely thinks it is. He was super it excited. Be. And um, th- there was another segment in there of um, so them talking to him about like NFTs. And Keanu Reeves just goes, "You could just right click and save the like anyone could have those images." And he starts laughing. He couldn't even finish the sentence. He starts laughing at the idea of NFTs. And the guy's yeah. like, "But it's not the same thing." And Keanu's like, "Not listening to him." He's just too busy laughing about like the fact that you can just right click. I know it's not technically not the same thing, but if you just want the image, you just right click and save. Anyway, it's I I need to watch the rest of that little interview to see if there's any other nuggets of gold. But I might have seen already the two or three segments that were pulled from it. It's like sixteen minutes long. <laughs> So, Chris, watch on YouTube uh, that Matrix demo. Let me know what you think for next I week. I have seen someone play through a bit of it. It looked okay. really cool. Like, the the amount of, uh, I guess, you know, like, how close are the actors they get to look in general, which isn't really surprising because Cyberpunk, Keanu looks like Keanu. You know, it looks pretty good. So, but the amount, the amount of, uh, like, I guess destruction in the game and how things look and you know the lighting at nighttime and stuff like that. Like it, lo- it all looks really, really good. If this is all stock stuff in Unreal Five, like if this isn't like a modified version of it, uh, then that's really, really awesome. <laughs> it looks good. I think it's time. Jeez, yeah. Jump into some news really quick. So. Yep, yep. I think I think the first thing we need to talk about, and I think it's the most relevant to both you and me, Chris, is even though we haven't started watching it together, I think that'll be next week for us. Mm. So we'll actually start. So they already canceled Cowboy Bebop on Netflix because the viewership numbers were strong the first week, but after that they dipped, and Netflix was like, they looked at the numbers and like, okay, it dipped by this much already, and it cost us too much. Okay, we're out. No more. That is. Like, it says that it dropped about 59% of its viewers or, like, hours watched or whatever the, their metric is based on, right? But 
Is that really a lot? Like a lot of stuff drops by almost 60% after its first launch week. Because a lot of people drop jump in right when it's fresh. I don't know if that seems weird. Maybe TV metrics or viewership metrics on visual stuff like uh, movies and TV is different. I don't know. But Yeah, I mean... <laughs> The first thing that popped in my mind is like, would it have made a difference if they like released like a weekly episode like Disney Plus does for all their series or like hmm. as, as Netflix typically does, does like dumping the whole season at once hurt it in this case more than a help? Yeah, I, I don't know, you know, but like if they dropped it one episode a week and the viewership was still strong and they have survived, I don't I, know. I don't know how it works. I but. think I think a lot of people would have checked out the first couple episodes and then said nope and wouldn't have touched the rest of the series. Whereas the fact that it is up in one shot, a lot of people said, well, it's all here, I'll just binge it, right? Maybe maybe they would have gotten less viewership throughout the rest of the series because of that. And you would just see big spikes on the first couple episodes and then maybe a spike on the last couple. Just so that people can see that what how it ends, right? But we don't know how it ends, we haven't seen it. That is yeah. weird that they've already, like, just, nope, just cancel it. It makes me worry that they didn't finish the the, the series. Because <laughs> if there was supposed to be maybe a season two, right? Are we going to see the conclusion to that story? <laughs> yeah, I mean, according hmm. to this article on Kotaku about the uh, series getting canceled, apparently the director, I believe it was, I could be wrong with that, but the director of the show was kind of like, it kind of made the show a little bit too, like, too, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know, just like too Apparently. silly. And, and Because like he felt the need to like explain everything when like the anime would just roll with it. Hmm. I hear he felt the need to like, exp you know, go into, kind of like, not necessarily treat the audience like a dumbass, but like, you know, kind of like, trying to almost distance itself from yeah i mean in the first place that's that what they sense? should kind of do i did hear that apparently in some cases they would since they're like almost hour-long episodes for some of them that they would take one episode from the anime and do it but drawing out 20 minutes to 40 to 60 minutes you have to add in a lot of filler and not necessarily filler but like they draw they would draw out certain sequences way longer than they should be and maybe that also hurt it as well. I had heard from one person who's never watched the original Cowboy Bebop, uh, Peach Saliva, who's uh, uh, Patrick Bovain's, uh, I guess, fiance. I think. I don't think they're married yet. But she's never seen the original anime. She watched the first episode with him of the live action and said, this is boring. And then they went, I think they went back and watched the anime. And I think she enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me because, like, I feel like the anime, or sorry, the the show, from what from the trailers, it seems like they're kind of catering to the people who already watched it, which is okay. But like, that shouldn't be like your entire strategy, you know? Um, yeah, I think maybe I've heard like people had issues with the pacing of it, like you know, scenes being drawn out, or them, as you said, you know, maybe over explaining or just beating in the same. Um, Beating the basic beating the dead horse in terms of explanation or trying to get their uh the point across maybe that's maybe that was uh, a bit of the problem as well. I guess we'll have our own thoughts on it when we go to 
when yeah. we start it uh, in a few weeks here. I I always take the stuff with the grain of salt because I'm sure that might be the popular opinion, but it might not be my opinion. I think yeah. the biggest, for me at least, the biggest uh, you know, textbook definition of that would have been Star Wars Episode Seven, Eight, Nine. When Episode Seven came out. I swear, everyone I talked to, every everything I read said, oh, such a good movie. I'm like, okay, guys, you know, this is just a rehash of episode four. Like, mm. almost exactly. Like, a hero, uh, an orphan in, in, on a desert planet eventually has to leave. Gets captured by a big space planet and blows it up. <laughs> and fights and has, like, their first glimpse of the dark side. Mm. And, and discovers their Jedi. It's like... Am I missing anything? Or like yeah, I think I, you know? <laughs> I think I told you when I came out of it. I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then I was like, they really need to like I think I said it was a good way to like to introduce all these new characters, but they need to keep hammering in that these are new characters and make them their own characters. And in some sense they did, but they definitely honed in on trying to say it's Star Wars, and look, it's all the old actors you like, and some of them will definitely not die in the next episode. Wake, wake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Too big, just a big <laughs> big thumbs up and a big smile going, yeah. I haven't watched episode nine yet. I think Don't. I bought it, but I haven't Don't, watched it because... yet. They, ah, oh God. Yeah, I've, heard, the I've heard a lot about so, it. Uh, the, 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 by the way, what I'm about to say is absolutely spoiler-free, 100%. Mm. It has to do with kind of like the directors of the show. So they were quoted and saying, oh, yeah, we always plan for it to end this way. But mm. they were caught with their pants down lying. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, watch some YouTube videos. Do your, do your own research. But basically, you're going to come up with the conclusion once you do that. Uh, they were they were caught lying. They had no idea what they were doing. Yep. That's why episode eight was partially retconned by episode nine. Yeah, that's the why the movie. Knights of Ren had nothing to do with the movies since their introduction in the first one. Because I think I could be wrong here. I had heard like the writer in the second or third movie was like, I don't like these characters, and they just kind of like sidelined them. Like the fucking Knights of Ren. The Ren's they're his bodyguards, and they don't do anything. They may as well I, be combing the desert. I think I think we're going way off topic now. Talking talk about Star Wars. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, we're, we're, you're not kind of, wrong, Chris. You're not wrong though. <laughs> uh, but it is kind of yeah, we're going off topic, but whatever. We do that a lot because <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this is now a Star Wars podcast. Not yet <laughs> until more Star Wars stuff comes out. <laughs> Oh, did you watch, you know, just a quick side? Have you, did it start yet? Book of Bubba Fett? Did that come out on Disney Plus? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Because I don't have Disney oh, Plus. No, 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 no. I, I'm pretty sure it didn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'm sure if it's okay. out, you'll probably. Because you watched. Uh... Yes, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sure then if that one comes out, you'll probably watch it at some point. Anyway. Definitely. Definitely, but I'm sure I'll, I'll hear in the news way before it comes out. Like, hey, it's coming out next month. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just heard it was coming out. I just didn't know when. <laughs> but uh -oh. what Disney Plus likes to do is fucking one episode a week. So typically, what I do is when I wait long enough, Discord or, or Xbox, one of the two, gives me a free month on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, so usually, I just wait it out and until like binge. 
<laughs> pretty much like hawkeye i think on disney plus is like episode like i don't know i lost track like i'm guessing this is an absolute guess like episode five or six now so i don't like waiting and and a sub only lasts for one month so i i like to like wait until the series is done watch everything and then i'm good mm. you know i don't want to have to wait oh i have to pay like oh it's a 12 episodes that means you did sub for three months yeah. watch an episode a week no thank you yeah you yeah. know i did that for wandavision i did that for loki I'm gonna do that for Hawkeye. Um, yeah. Yeah, if they're so. gonna keep tossing it to you, and you have no reason to really want it, want sub like all the time, might as well take advantage of them tossing you the free months. And if they allow yeah. you to keep redeeming them, might as well. They do. So. Oh, speaking of which, really, really aside from here, because <laughs> yeah. we keep going. I, I have. I'll check right now because I have my other screen right here. But uh, I think I have three months or at least forty-five days of uh, anime service for you. For anyway. yeah, I'm checking right now. I, I don't know. It's it. Um... Crunchyroll Premium. Try for seventy-five days. Crunchyroll Premium. Yeah, I think I have normal 70... Crunchyroll. Seventy-five days, dude. That's like three and a half months. Yeah, if you no, sorry, sorry, two two and a half, two and a half. Yeah, yeah might as wait. well. Yeah, two and a half months. Toss it to me, and I'll see if I could use it. If you're not going to, that is. No. Nah. No, you don't really. The 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 really the only time you watch is when we're watching together. Well, no, no, no. It's nothing against anime. It's just like, I'd. I'd oh, I didn't like, want to sound like that. You're against it. Obviously, no, you're not. No, no, no. I'm not. I watched. I used to watch lots of anime. Now it's 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 more so. I don't have much time to watch much, honestly. Yeah. So there's a lot of Netflix and Disney Plus that takes priority in my book over Crunchyroll. So mm. yeah, I, there's a lot of. Cr- anime that i haven't been plus, up on. plus to be fair unlike unlike the you know disney plus or netflix or whatever there's a lot of free stuff on the anime uh subs like Crunchyroll or whatever the other one is i forgot like yeah you know what i mean like, like if you want if i want to go and watch naruto shippy then i can watch it all for free yeah the you could go check it out i think the premium or you know the paid stuff on like Crunchyroll is usually you know, if you want to watch it within the first week or two or first couple days, right? Stuff like that. And yeah, I don't remember what I don't remember what else premium does. I I I'm paying for it because I like the service and I wanted to watch Dragon Ball as soon as it came out. Of course. <laughs> so, you 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 are a Dragon Ball fanatic, so I don't blame you for that. They showed first, off they showed off like a for the new Dragon Ball superhero movie. Uh I think like the title card or whatever like a lot of the other characters so they showed off gohan and some guy i don't know who it is who's in a superhero outfit i don't know who that's supposed to be anyway they haven't shot a new trailer but they're like look it's all these characters are going to be in I'm like well yeah we we kind of knew piccolo and gohan would be in the movie probably <laughs> yeah whatever anyway we're getting way off topic Yes, I think I think I think that the sucks, topic's done. <laughs> sucks that they got canceled. It's, that's all. We see that we haven't seen it yet. I mean, yes, it sucks that any project gets canceled. We'll have our real thoughts on the series later. I hope they at least ended it in a way where it's like, okay, that's a good end, uh, like good enough for this for the series they presented. But we'll, well see. Well, 
whenever season one of a show ends, they're like, we want season two. Let's let's put a cliffhanger. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it wasn't a cliffhanger. I hope it ended with it going, there's more adventures in space that could be happening. Like, I hope they didn't end with a cliffhanger of what happened between Spike and, and Vicious. <laughs> Imagine getting halfway through the story and them doing it well and going, oh, I can't wait to see season two when they finish this off and not mm. knowing what happened with Julia and, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, next so, story. Next story uh, here. We should probably get into the one that continued off from last week that we didn't talk about. Probably a good reason because it's just been ongoing this whole week. With sure. uh, Activision Blizzard and the Call of Duty, uh, and one of the Call of Duty uh, groups. Oh, sorry. Give me one second here. When you say groups, do you mean like Raven Software, like the the? Uh, well, there's it, for Call of Duty. They're on like a there's two or three groups, I believe, in, within Activision Blizzard that do the Call of Duty games, and each one's on a two or three year cycle. They kind of rotate each couple years or each year right ravensoft i think did the last one was that the one that came out this year or was that vanguard that came out last year or was vanguard this year i don't follow call of duty sorry so i don't I yeah idea. i sorry i don't remember i believe they were the ones that did, that did the one this year but they were told that um there's going to be hey promotions coming up and you guys could probably get some pay raises you know Oh, get ready, guys! You know, Call of Duty's coming out. It's gonna be great. You know, we'll we're gonna be doing some good stuff. And then they found out they're laying off a bunch of uh, people, starting with their QA testers. Yep. Which, if I've heard anything from Call of Duty, that this game is a little buggy. I don't think it's as buggy as we've seen in some other games. <coughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> GTA. That <laughs> has come out, but you know, games are gonna be buggy. But yeah, they're laying off apparently some other testers and along with other people slowly over the next couple months. And uh, but they were promising them some some nice bonuses and pay raises. And Ravensoft did not like this, as you would think. Yeah, it's. Fucking shitty for them to come out and say, "Hey, hey, uh, uh, we're, we're gonna, you know, help you guys out." And but apparently, this is like I think they're gonna be like folding Ravensoft more and more into Activision Blizzard because I think a lot of these people are getting the promotions. That I think actually some of them did get pay raises and promotions in a way. I think are being brought in more into Activision Blizzard. I could be wrong on that. I swear I read that. Workers retaining jobs will indeed be promoted from 17 to 1850 an hour alongside benefits and quarterly bonuses. So yeah, there are some people who are getting who are being brought in a little bit closer. Uh, yeah, shitty. <laughs> Do you want to? Yeah, um, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, would you like to continue here? Well, <sighs> Apparently, I was just gonna add like this isn't new. It's not that that like they they pulled this like multiple times in the past. 
every same. year near the end you know, of the year to the beginning of the first couple months of the year not not all of them got fired some of them did actually get like permanent jobs and pay increases mm-hmm. but, like a lot of them did get laid off and it had nothing to do with the performance apparently or at least that wasn't like the main determining factor no from, they had just released that. call of duty it's even though it sold as less than i think previous years considering what's happening at Activision blizzard no shit but it wasn't because of sale the liking sales of the game as far as we know sorry but they do lay off a lot of people every year and i don't think this is the first round of layoffs just the qas they're going to be going into the tester oh not testers crap the other parts of that department soon and more likely into other parts of Activision Blizzard as well. Because wasn't it last year or two years ago they laid off like six or 800 employees? And then Bobby Kotick gave himself a $45 million bonus. Yeah. Because, you know, they saved so much money on firing people. Anyway. Anyway. Um, the employees did not take this very well and basically walked out a lot of employees in Ravensock walked out on them, uh, going on like a pseudo strike against the company for this, as well. And it wasn't just yes. Ravenware software; it was like a bunch of other uh, Activision Blizzard workers. Like I think they said there are ten thousand people, and about fifteen hundred walked out. Yes, something like that. And I think the the, the people for um shit what will they call again we, we just we just said the the name of the company uh not company, but yeah raven uh apparently there's a go not not GoFundMe. there's like a fundraiser shit i forget which site i believe it was GoFundMe or something similar it was GoFundMe. It. yeah yeah no no sorry i was originally correct it, it was GoFundMe. so they set up a GoFundMe to kind of support themselves financially because I think they're like on day five when this article was published, which was on the ninth. So that yeah. was like almost a week ago. So, yeah, who knows how many days they've been on strike now? But apparently, yeah, they're just like walking off of work because they found out. Okay, well, some of our colleagues are disposable. They can get they can you know get rid of them in any moment. So, you know, that's not really great because mm-hmm. that can happen to you. And the only power. This is this is them talking, by the way, not me. And the only power that they feel like they have is banding together, right? Yeah. Because as long as they don't turn a blind eye, because like they, it could be any one of them at some point. Uh, that eight hundred people you're talking about, there's a lot of senior people who got a lot laid off in that eight hundred uh, late people lay off like a year or two ago. There was a lot mm. of people who like you wouldn't have suspected. They they're like blindsided. So yeah, it's just it, it it's a it's going to keep happening, right? And you can't fucking treat people like objects and garbage and throw them away. That's not fair. So No, it's not. Apparently, this walkout was the, the kind of uh, straw that broke the camel's back in terms of uh, this has been going on for a while behind the scenes, but they wanted to unionize, and this is like the last thing. This is like the trigger point. Like, this is like, okay, no more. Go. Yeah. Hold, you know? So... But I'm kind of jumping the gun a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, when... Oh, what was I going to say? The reason why they had to do the GoFundMe is that while they're doing this kind of strike, they're not getting paid, obviously, from the company to do this. So they're taking a hit while, having, while doing this and trying to stand up 
to try and get, well, I guess to show the company they're not going to take this crap anymore. Hopefully, they'll get their message across. It, it seems yes and no, because um, it seems that Activision Blizzard has released a an email and that's it's trying to coerce the employees not to unionize by saying, you know, if you guys go to this union, you know, you'll have to go to them for your to talk talk to them about, you know, issues with the company and it'll be all up to what you sign with them and what you can and can't do with the company's like, yes, you mean us have being protected from you people. Yes, we, we know that. We know what a union does. But it, it the, the whole, uh, I've, I've read the, uh, the this thing and it really spoke, speaks of them trying to desperately try to prevent people from unionizing and trying yep. to do what their union busting firm that they had hired a year, half a year ago was trying to do, was saying, but unions are actually bad. They're going to take some money from you and you the only word you'll have is through the unions like yeah we have no word now we have nothing as of right now when it comes to our protection the union will protect us and give us better pay and benefits and like i i'm unionized at my job the union is what helps me to you know not get abused at my company and helps me to get the pay that I have at my company. Otherwise, I would be doing this job for minimum wage. And I know they would be paying minimum wage because that's what they pay the part-time employees at my place because they're not part of the union because they're part-time. And But I know, like, anyway, I am 100% for the for the cup, for Ravensoft and everyone in Activision Blizzard help, everyone in the games industry to unionize. Yeah, this is a pretty historical thing. Uh, never in the history of game publishers, at least AAA publishers, has there been a unionized workforce. Yeah, in so, some places, some companies do say they have to unionize. I don't remember which, sorry, I don't remember which place, but I do know that some, I think they were more indie or smaller devs, ha have to, based on what country they're in. But yeah, if, in terms of AAA, none of them have been unionized ever. So yeah, that's pretty much... I mean, you don't think it's really that big of a deal, but like this will have a ripple effects, I'm sure, uh, in years mm -hmm. to come. Like right now, it doesn't mean anything, granted, but like again, it, it's kind of like you know, a, a, a ripple can become a wave over time. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see if this goes anywhere. It probably will. Um, I hope. Hopefully for the better. And yeah, I agree. This this guy Brian, he kind of sent this email in desperation. Everyone's calling him out on it. Everyone, mm -hmm. you know, pretty abundantly clear. It's like he's explaining how a union works. Like when you sign this, you know, binding legal document, you you lose your right to represent yourself. Oh well, yeah, that's the whole point because you want to band together as one, not mm -hmm. just yourself. Yeah. That's the it's, whole point. This it's like thanks for telling me how 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 English works. You the, know, it's, the the letter was awful because yeah obviously you know he wants if you want to take it at face value it's him trying to explain to people you know the what a union does for you you know what kind of things you lose personally as opposed to group together is a union but we've seen what the un what what has happened to them without a union so a to me a union could only do hope you know better if anything they'll have protection They'll have someone yeah. to talk to when this shit happens because 
HR isn't doing anything. And see, I, I will love to put to give you my personal opinion on this because uh, I have a psychology, well, I have a bachelor's in psychology and I do have an HR degree as well, but mm. I'm in Canada and I know for a fact unions work differently in the States. So I'm, I'm going to refrain, I'm gonna oh, refrain okay. from saying anything because I know probably a lot of the stuff I would say is correct here but not necessarily correct there so i again i would love to say yeah. that but i'm not gonna i'm not going to in case i'm wrong and i don't want to give out misinformation so yeah but but i do know that in the states because of what happened with unions and that back in the day lots of people have bad opinions of unions and i'm sure there are tons of corrupt unions out there but unions for the most part are supposed to be there for the people and help them fight for what's for the rights and the things they need and stuff like that so i'm hoping that they either unionize or they actually start to get treated better i know like in this letter they're like oh well we're you know we've been putting in steps to do this and that but those steps are taking forever to do and the changes that have been made have also been made with people walking out who are supposed to be instigating these changes and the people in charge who were causing these issues in the first place still hold positions of power in the company <laughs> and and they're promising to change things and like look how much has happened in the last year to blizzard and they still aren't changing things so what you know oh so they're just randomly going to yeah. decide to be nice now and decide to change now no, yeah there's no only changing because you want to no convince faith. people no faith left in the company in terms of like a lot of these people <laughs> so that's why it had to be pushed to this <laughs> had to be really actually yeah that's why it had to be pushed this far because they I, just weren't listening apparently things aren't uh, so great at uh, bungie either <laughs> i i read briefly i didn't uh, read too, too deep in it but there hasn't been a lawsuit or anything like that but apparently there's been stories in the last couple of days apparently of bungie being a little a little crappy as well not nearly as bad as far as we know compared to active is but yeah i mean it doesn't surprise me a lot of these big companies are like this but i'm hoping unionization or something better comes out of this for the people and that it ripples through all the companies yeah i i didn't want to put the blizzard or blizzard bungee thing up because it's a quick aside to everything that's going on but if more news comes of it i'm sure we will mention it because right now it's rumors of, of of that there. Anyway, anyway. Oh, and uh, oh. not too important. It's it's, it's kind of like a two sentence story. Mm -hmm. But basically, Fall Fantasy XIV's launch, like a week after early access, it's still you still need to wait like hours to log in during prime time. So yeah, I'm... they said <laughs> the, the director said we're gonna give everyone free game time. And I have not played the new expansion yet because I I have no interest in the wing. Like I can wait a month. Mm. I don't I, need to play it now. Yeah, I'm not in the expansion. I beat the main story. I'm in the what do you call? It? What would be like seven point one or whatever this expansion is? Blank point one. Like I'm. Oh, sorry. Give me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So how 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 the games work is like. When expansion launches, uh, you have all the you have like close to two hundred quests to do, and they kind of tell the whole story of the game. You explore every area, every dungeon, uh, and then after that, they oh, have five chest. major patches. 
hope you hope you're okay. Oh yeah, Patches... my, I just had a bad cough. Sorry. So the the point one point two point three patch, the patches kind of tie up the story of that expansion, and, and the point four and point five kind of send to motion the net the next expansion. Mm. And that's kind of like the cycle they have. So Chris is saying that he's still he beat the main story of the last expansion, the one that just came out before the Shadow one, Breakers. But, but he hasn't done like the the post patch quests yeah, or no. whatever it's called. Like I haven't hit the next raid or dungeon or whatever the next kind of group event is. I'm working my way toward there with uh was it try, how, trying to get my friends into to be able to get back to our to their proper world. So we're exper experimenting with different uh different things right now with that because the main character can jump between can jump between the different worlds now. But our the other I guess heroes can't because they are not the same as the hero of light. So, and and yada yada. Anyway, I'm working my way through there. I did buy the expansion. I'm just and I play in the middle of the night. I only experienced like maybe a five minute wait time trying to get in. So I'm not getting in during prime time. Yeah, I, you know... I, I saw queues of like hundreds and hundreds and like. Uh, Pat stares at like Patrick Bovine going, Well, this is my life now as I try to get into the game, <laughs> you know, as he posts screenshots of his queue times. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, Chris, uh, before we even started doing the podcast today, I've, I've been in queue. I have no intention of playing. I just, I have one game, one day of game time left. I just want to log into my house so it doesn't get demolished. Mm. And, uh, do you think you know, like, like Max? <laughs> This is so I started the night even like way before we started the podcast. I was like four thousand seven hundred Q. Wow! Seriously, I am two thousand six hundred right now. What what world are you in? If you mind me asking, Cactar. Cactar, and there's the like either data, the either data center. Wow, you and you're like, I've never seen Q towns that big. At least personally for me, but I play at like one a.m. in my time. So right. So that's why, like, now that I'm working a full-time job again, I, I don't have time to wait for this. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'll wait for, I don't give a shit. I'll wait till next month. I don't, I don't need to play it right now. Yeah. I can wait. I just need to avoid spoilers. That's the only thing. But anyways, next news story. Next news story. So uh, I have, well, there's a couple left as far as I know. I'm not sure if you have any more beyond that, Chris, but uh yeah, so something I wanted to bring up was uh, the creator of the of my two favorite and first consoles that I've had. My first two and my favorite two. The NES and the SNES. He died about a week ago. Uh, Masayuki Uimura. He died, unfortunately, at the, at the age of 78. And uh, yeah, he was a legend. Uh, not really much to say. You know, it's like, you know, F's in chat pretty much. Um so he retired from Nintendo, and when uh, when he passed, he was a university professor, apparently. And yeah, um, amazing, uh, amazing man. He had some really great ideas, and I think the world's a better place because of him. Yeah, um, I mean, without Nintendo, who knows where if gaming w would have even continued as a thing. Nintendo really did save that, and this man was partially to thank for that for being the architect behind the at Moodle <laughs> behind the NES. So yeah, I 
had no idea who it was that actually like made it. I thought that the man had, to be honest, had passed away a while ago. I thought it would have been one of the older guys as part of Nintendo long ago yeah, that had made this. But I guess he wasn't that old if he passed away at 78. Because that was, what, damn near 40 years ago? Yeah, I mean, 78 is still... Like, with our current, you know... I, I don't I don't know what you want to call it technology, but you know our you know our lifespan, I, expected lifespan. Yeah, exactly. Like like our science and our health systems. It's like seventy eight sounds pretty young. Like well, in terms of like dying, it sounds pretty young. You know, kinda. I would say that that's about. It still is a long time, but it is still like, yeah, that was a that was a good a good run. I <laughs> that he had right. You know, it doesn't seem overly long. It doesn't seem overly short. It seems about right question mark <laughs> but yeah wow i i will never accomplish anything that will be remembered as much from as a uh, compared to this this gentleman here not by my friends or anyone else right like he helped to save gaming from the disaster of the atari <laughs> or what the Pretty atari much. had become <laughs> I mean, I, the Super Nintendo has always been, and it will always be, my favorite console of all time. And yeah, uh, so thank you for yeah, doing that. Super NES is my second favorite console. It's got my two, two of my, two of my favorite like top five games on it. Probably okay, my top three have... games. Oh, well, obviously I know Fall Fantasy Six. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. And I don't know what the third game would be for you. I could guess, but I, I don't know like I did the first two. It's uh, a hint. It's done by the same guys. <laughs> as okay. those two. It's Final Fantasy IV. I, that was going to be my guess. That was going to be my <laughs> guess. Because you were like waiting. I'm, like... Uh, I'm thinking... I'm thinking... I'm thinking, what Dragon Ball games came out for Super Nintendo? I was thinking Fall Fantasy IV. I'm like, nah, Dragon no. Oh, okay, it's back here. Okay, yeah, the, there weren't a lot of Dragon Ball games that came over here, if there were any. And back then, on Super Nintendo, I didn't know what Dragon Ball was. It, it, it aired at like 4 a.m. when I was in high school, the original Dragon Ball show. So who the hell is going to be awake to watch that? You know, because, you know, <laughs> to be real, like, it didn't get popular until Dragon Ball Z when it hit Toonami, which was what, uh, in the 90s? I think we in Canada got it before the US did. I'm pretty fucking sure about that. The The ocean dub was Maybe around, Canada. yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it didn't become popular really until DBC came out. And it then, you know, the, I guess the PS2 wasn't out. So that was in 2000. That, that would have been around the end of the Super NES life cycle to the N64 life cycle when that series started to get more popular. <laughs> right? You know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I had no idea what the hell Dragon Ball was. I don't think I ever played a Dragon Ball game on SNES originally. I probably played ROMs of them. But, yeah, it, it, it would be, you know, Final Fantasy IV, VI, and Chrono Trigger. Yep. You know, I got into game. gaming because, like, Hard, uh, more hardcore gaming because of RPG gaming because of that. The other games we had on that I had on NES and Super Nintendo were the Mario games and like some platformers like Chippendale Rescue Rangers and a couple other games like 
they're mostly platformers that I would play on those games because that's all we had. That's what most of those old game consoles were, right? <laughs> so and people people said these old games were more difficult, like hardcore difficulty. Well, yeah, because they were short because of the memory limitations for the most part, and you know they they wanted a bunch of replayability, so you have to get good. You know, you couldn't just like pass the game you know three-day rental from blockbuster back in the day and that's that you had to like play it play it play it play so, it play it so right? hard did you hey, ever yeah, like level. did you ever yeah. play the incredible crash dummies either on nes or super nes no but i watched the angry video game nerd oh, episode about it. yeah yeah that, that, that's good enough the game's i beat that game i suffered through play through the one i had on a garbage game <laughs> you, you beat the game good for you good for you because it's, it's all i had exactly and I, like i had to play it or go play mario 3 for the hundredth time <laughs> hey that was me you know i mean mario 3 is great so it is <laughs> but you know what i mean like i could play it again or i could play something i haven't beat yet mario I mean... 3 need a save system i'm sorry if assuming you want to do a non-warp run it's fucking it takes long. a long time yes <laughs> it does <laughs> uh yeah well that sucks that we lost someone like that but yeah it's time to move on uh we'll move on like the gaming industry is left and behind so this next story is something we've already covered a few episodes ago it's remember so how we were talking about how that company that said hey sony sue us just for making the face yeah. yeah i did when uh when d D brand, I think they were called. They're like, yeah. yeah, I dare you. Come after us for making these uh, plate face plates for your console. Come on, I dare you. And so they did. apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently Sony, uh, right before they sued them or tried to sue them, and I, I'm not sure what the outcome of that was. Mm. Uh, they waited that long only because they were trying to get the patents apparently for their own <laughs> face plates from the system they made. It's and then weird they didn't have now, it immediately. Exactly. <laughs> And now that they do, uh, as of the start of the week, like this week, uh, they were, they announced that they had five colors for PS5 faceplates. So they had, I believe, pure black instead of the white. I think it, it's white originally, right, Chris? Yeah, it's a black and white. Yeah. It looks like an ice cream sandwich. So th- yeah, this one's like pure black, and then there's like a pink, like a kind of purplish blue. Uh, indigo, I would say maybe? purple. Indigo? There's a teal one, and then there's like a red and black one. So, yeah, they they have five different colors. I think they said initially there's only going to be the red and the black, like right now. Mm. But yeah, apparently they cost fifty five bucks American, and this what? is probably why what? Sony sued the yeah. This is probably why Sony sued the other guys because they wanted to get all the monies. You know, fifty five American. Yes. For a piece of plastic you put over your console. Yes. That they, that they needed the patent for it. That's going to be almost as much as bloody controllers here in Canada. It's going to be like $67. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Only to switch colors. That's it's, a fucking it's a ripoff. Purely, it's purely an aesthetic. Uh, it's not even an upgrade. It's just that you could, you, could, you could paint it yourself. That's, and it wouldn't even take that long. It's and a fucking ripoff. It it's is. Holy <laughs> fuck. They're also bringing out controllers of the same color schemes. But that's a fucking ripoff. I look at this going, ooh, I like that pink and purple color. If I get the console, maybe I would, not for the price of a goddamn controller. What, that is fuck, that what, I'm 
fucking disappointed with that now. Yes. Nope. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> fucking dumb. I hate this. I mean, I I don't know of any other system that's like, hey, we're gonna charge you like DLC money or like money for like DLC in real life just to change the color. Like a lot of different games, like even Halo Infinite, you wanna change your color? Pay us twenty dollars. Pay us twenty, twenty-five dollars to get the original Halo armor in Halo Infinite right yes. now. It should be free because that's the legacy armor. Except, except <laughs> now you're paying for fifty-five American for a, pl- a piece of plastic that you technically already have. It's just a different color. Yeah, I, I'll that just. Feels worse. I'll just that feels worse. Uh, I guess because skins and games are getting more expensive. But I still think $25 for that is outrageous. But yeah, this see, is fucking... This the is way I see it bad. is like, okay, you're paying $20 for a color or whatever skin in Halo, but like you're not paying for Halo in the first place, right? I, you already paid for your PlayStation 5. I know. Not I, you, forgot, like, I forgot the online Halo was actually free. I forgot yes, about that. So I can't fault them for that. I Yeah, but, fine. But I can fault Sony for charging 55 American. Like, or a color yeah. change. Like I don't, flat. I don't know how much it actually costs for them to make this the uh, molds, but I can't see it being that much. Like, actually, we could probably see about how much it would cost. Let's go to the D brand site and see how much exactly. they were selling this for. I think I, I don't I don't I think D brand was more expensive. I could be wrong. I could be I could be very wrong. I'm hmm. just going from pure memory, but and this is like a half a year ago. So we'll have to look that up actually after. I don't want to look it up right now. Because if I, no, no, actually I could on my other browser. Thing is, I think the D brand, to be fair, even though I, I kind of stand by what I said, is I think that they were more expensive. I also think they were higher quality and they were, and they came with like, it wasn't just like a, a recolor. It was like, they put like design patterns into it and all that shit, you know? So mm. it was like, it was like a higher quality product for a more expensive price. I believe I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah. So. You'd oh. hope the Sony stuff is at least higher quality. I mean, it's fucking Sony. It better be if you're buying it official. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, so my game just crashed. I remember how I was oh. saying I was waiting for Final Fantasy for So now I might have to restart the start of the queue. Rip Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, the, 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 this has been a meme. It's like, there's like you have to defeat the, the fucking expansion boss before you even get to play. Like, if you don't babysit your game, uh, the, like they kind of boot you out every so often because they're like, "Hey, are you still here?" Yeah, oh, okay. I can see you know, to make sure. You're not... But with the queue times that long, like yes, yes, that's uh... why it's a meme. It's like expansion boss, you know, pretty much. It's, yeah, it's the I'm, boss. I'm looking on the D brand site. You know, out of curiosity, uh, about sixty bucks. I believe that's American. Um, yeah. I think it's on sale it's normally 70 bucks so yeah okay but they did make their own from scratch but it i guess the price is still around ish the same price point okay fine still i think it's outrageous to pay that much for the skin i will if i got the console and wanted it to look different i'll just slap some dragon ball stickers on it or paint it myself <laughs> go buy a ten dollar or five dollar pack of dragon ball stickers and get uh stuff like that Whatever, that's dumb. But yeah, so what everyone thought, or what a lot of people thought, was Sony trying to get um, with with them going to be releasing 
plates for their console. They did it. They are. They will be doing it soon. I don't think they're out yet. Anyway, um, coming out in first half of twenty twenty two. That's that's the oh, that's the, the rest of the colors. Yes, sorry. I was just looking for a date and seeing that. Yeah, I mean, colors look nice. If you want to spend the money uh, to customize it, it's coming. The red and the black are coming out next month. Yeah, so January. I want the other colors if I had this. The other colors look nice. I mean, the red looks nice. The black is. You don't even have a PS5, Chris. I don't think I'm ever going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Every game, at least so far, that's been announced for PlayStation are coming to other things. So I'd rather just get for those. And F Sony? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, so I mean, it, we, we, we've talked about Sony and how crap they've been recently. Over the last how many years? So, bad guy so, Sony. I mean, bad guy Sony. for a lot of it, for me, is their over censorization of things that aren't getting as censored on the Switch. I'm like, the fucking Switch is, you know, <laughs> the Switch. The Switch is more of a family friendly console than the PlayStation ever was. Yeah, but I mean, the people who are doing the, um, what do you call it for Sony? The sense, the ratings. I guess we'll say for Sony. Is now being done through Sony America, not Sony Japan. So Sony America is a lot more strict on that, apparently. Anyway, what? I <laughs> it was the other way around. Yeah, I mean, they removed j jiggle physics from, from like the Senra Kagura games, I think it was, and the Switch didn't. And remember, Twitch. Uh... Uh, Trish's butt light from Devil May Cry. <laughs> we got light. That. Yes. yes. So only on the PlayStation version, on no other version. There's get... there's a scene where Dante's carrying like a naked Trish. You don't see anything, but like there's there's, there, there's one angle you like. Maybe you see some ass cheek, and only on the PlayStation they literally made like a light. Like, yeah, out it, it was the anime um, god lights to block out unwanted yes. scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the about the God lights in DMC. Yeah, only on PlayStation. They should yeah. put on the cover. Butt lights only on PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation, or you know, you know, you know that ad with like that guy going PlayStation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we go into a, a quick one here for like a game update that I didn't know about. We'll bring it up quickly. Apparently, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is getting more characters. Season Pass 4. I didn't think they were going to be bringing up more characters for the game, but I said that about Dragon Ball... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, crap. That Dragon Ball game. Not Fighters. What about Trunks fucking up... Oh, uh, Xenoverse? Xenoverse 2. When they release more characters for that too, but yeah, Belfa Grid showed off like Rita Repulsa is actually becoming a playable character. Uh, Pondrasa or Point Sandra, sorry, bloody said that the wrong way. <laughs> and I don't remember who this last character is. I can't find the name of him. It's like, but yeah, uh, a bunch of new characters 
which is actually pretty cool. And they are actually getting uh, the voice of just David Frank or Zed. I was gonna say Rita Pulsa, Barbara Goodson. Oh, I was just trying. No wonder. I was trying to find what because I seen her name on here. I was like, where is it? It was like right yeah. at the top. Yeah, they're so, getting Rita Repulsa's English voice actress to come back and do her voice. No wonder, because I was telling Chris before the podcast started that I was watching Maximilian's stream last night for a little bit, and he was playing in the lab with, uh, you know, the new Power Rangers, like Rita Repulsa. I'm like, man, they made her voice sound like the original English voice actress from like season one. It's the same fucking person. No wonder it sounds so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, last guy was Adam Park from season four of Power Rangers. Uh, season four. Sorry, no, season four. I got that confused. Adam Park. He was... Crap, which ranger was he? I don't remember which ranger he was. In the outfit here, they show him in the kind of ninja outfit, which reminds me of when they were transitioning from Power Rangers and they got the new outfits in the movie, but I'm probably wrong on that. Yeah, that was the uh, fuck. I forget now. Actually, um, that was still like Mighty Morphin. Yes, I, remember that. I believe in season three. I... I don't remember exactly which season this was. So forgive me. My knowledge on the American Power Rangers is very lacking compared to the Japanese stuff. Since I'm watching that recently, like so. But yeah, they they got him. But yeah, the voice actress for Rita. It is actually her. That's awesome. That's really cool. I I think it's weird them putting in Bandora slash uh, Rita in as a fightable character because she doesn't really fight in the series. <laughs> uh, have you seen her fight in the game? She uses mostly her like magic and her wand. Yeah, that, like purple, purple that makes sense. It yeah, it does make sense for them to do that. Like because she is like supposed to be a sorceress of some sort. So, but, yeah, I want her. Like, I'll have to watch. Level... I'll have to look at like Max's stream or something. I want her level three to be like, make my monster grow. And then she's like, makes herself big or something. <laughs> makes herself that would like, be awesome. Oh, like, uh, yeah. I, I, she never I, can make herself grow. No, I don't know if she can. She never did in the, ser in the uh, series well, either. Does she, and does she come in? Is her intro her coming in on her little bike? Her little I never tricep? saw the intro. Oh, I'll have to take a look. Because in the show, multiple times, at least in the Japanese version, she'd be flying around in, in the sky, like uh, taunting the rangers as she's riding around on her little bike with uh, uh, with uh, Gryffindor, whatever his name is in Japanese, uh, Goldar, laughing. and His and name's Gryffindor in the Japanese Griffin version? Gryffindor something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Your wizard, Harry. I, I don't think it was quite that, Gryffindor. but it was something. <laughs> it was something like that. It was like something like a pine or something on griffin or something i okay i honestly can't remember exactly what it was so did, I'm did he lose wrong. his did he lose his wings in the japanese version or did, did he always have them um i don't think he had them originally and i think he got them uh bandora gave him his wings again because he was he had come back to serve under her again but i don't remember if he I don't remember again if he loses them. I don't think he does. So I think at the end of the series, he is sealed away with Pen with Bandora, along no, with Scorpina. But I believe he's, I believe he still had his wings at the end. But I can't remember for sure. Usually they kill all the like 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 either he was given his wings back from Bandora for doing so good, and maybe he loses them, or she takes them away from him as punishment for something. 
but I don't remember which way it went. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember, but I want to say he was give, at least given his wings again by her. But yeah, it's really awesome. They're adding in more characters for a game that started off as a mobile game that people were like, this is actually a pretty good mobile game. And then them adding in controller support and consoles and people going, now it's a real fighter because it's on consoles with a fight and you can play with a fight stick. I'm yep. actually impressed with how how much love the series has continued to get over the so years. So when are you buying it? I don't know. <laughs> I might actually have to. I don't, you know, I don't play fighters that often, but I would actually like to at least maybe play and dive in and just have some I, fun with the characters. I'm surprised you don't play fighters more often, considering that's like all that Dragon Ball games are. Yeah, but I don't do I don't do competitive games. Well, it doesn't have to be. You can do. Against CPU isn't really competitive. Though. Yeah, but also my hand-eye coordination or my, you know, response time when it comes to fighting games is really bad. Like, I know Dragon Ball and stuff like that, and maybe this game are a lot slower pace-ish when it comes to your combos or a lot easier. But I tried playing, like, KOF, and I can't do combos in that. I am awful <laughs> with combos in, like, KOF. I can't, can't do them. And... So, I just checked as as you're talking now, mm. and pa- yeah, the game is still on Game Pass. So you could play it right now Chris. if I had Game Pass. I thought I thought you had Game Pass PC. No, I I had it for like a a, a trial, but okay. I I believe I did not re up my Game Pass things. I didn't even use it during the trial, and I was like, oh man. You know, River City Girls is on here, and I never, I downloaded, I downloaded it too, and I never played For it. For shame. For shame. So, but yeah, I, if I got Game Pass, or maybe I'll just spend the money if it, when it goes on sale, because there is, there is a bit of story in it, uh, in uh, Battle for Grid, is there not? I don't know, to be honest with you. Because I'll play it for story, for sure, but I'm not much into fighters. If I buy it, it'll be either for the story or, you know, to throw money at the dads to say thanks for making this game, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think they deserve deserve it with how much they put in. It's weird. Pandora looks way younger than she did than she ever did in the series. <laughs> her uh, sense, her video right? game version. <laughs> it makes sense. You're saying you wouldn't want to see old Pandora? I'm <laughs> trying to recreate that version well, of her. The fact that she's moving so fluidly in a fighting game, it makes sense, right? Fine. You, it, would. you would have a hard time. It kind of be like a suspense of disbelief. Yeah. Like old, I mean, I, person, like, you know, moving just as fast as the Ranger. Yeah, I, I understand. I get you. All right. We get probably a couple more. Or we could do. Uh, one more. I'll do one more and we can probably end here. Okay. Uh, just a quick. So we were talking about quite a while ago for the retro gaming scene and the slabbing of your video games. Uh, what was going on with like WADA and what seemed to be shady business practices uh, over the last couple of years and them exploding the um, retro video gaming um, sealed gridded market i guess Mm. is the best way to put that sorry um but yes and how apparently they were not 
like they never released uh, population numbers for their games. Well, after they Super Mario like one point five million dollar sale, they sold Wada to Heritage Auctions, I believe. Now the auction site owns the grading company, and I believe the guys who were responsible, kind of like with the whole Wada thing originally, aren't a part of the company. They sold and left. So Heritage Auctions, apparently someone there originally was saying you guys should be releasing population numbers because that's what you know the market was saying that they should be doing and now that wada is owned by them they're now releasing some population numbers they started with the uh, nes populations so this is probably a few months out of date because apparently they're like months and months behind in grading <laughs> if that you know i guess that's not too shocking considering how big the market has exploded but they released some population numbers some of these are interesting to see when you look through these numbers and see like you know there's you know 10 9.6 of this one game uh, of this specific version of this one game like are these the same person <laughs> did someone just have a did someone find a box of these and they just send them all in to get graded? Which mm. does happen because I'm sure you've heard stories of someone going, hey, I, I was wandering around in this warehouse. I found a box of Super Nintendo. Um, what was it? I think it was Mario Kart or no, no. Star Fox games happened like years ago. The guy's like, yeah, I just found a box of them. <laughs> They're just abandoned in this warehouse. <laughs> Like just hiding in the top shelf somewhere. But yeah, uh, they're finally starting to put out population numbers, which is a good thing. I really, really can't wait for them to put out the N64 population numbers. So I want to see how many of the 9.6 Super Mario 64s have been graded to see if the game, like, really, to, to see how much is out there because. There's no reason that game should have ballooned to that, to that number. Like these population numbers should have been out from the get go. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll let you go. I got take a drink. Okay. Well, yeah, I remember you saying, and I, I've heard, I've heard since we've talked about ourselves that, yeah, this is basically them like the Mario sixty four cartridge selling for a million dollars or whatever it was. That was basically a huge scam and. Yeah, now that the numbers are out, it's going to kind of expose and shed some light on what exactly the value is, you know, like the closer mm. value. Yeah, it's, sorry, uh, my, I get really bad right throat there. Um, yeah, population numbers should have been out immediately or, you know, very quickly when they started to get up there. There's no reason for them not to have been releasing them unless they want to hide how much other stuff was out there numbers only help this market know what's out there and to uh, police i guess is a good way to say they're how expensive or you know how much people should be buying and selling these these items for in the first place <sighs> now i did notice on this that they are actually also grading them by different versions of games so if you were to you know search for like the super mario uh, one they have like four or five different versions of Mario, like based on, you know, 
what variant or what cover, if it has like a certain sticker on them, things like that, which is what they should be doing. And I'm glad they're doing that. I don't know if they have all different variants on here, or maybe they have certain ones missing because of no one's graded it. But it is very, very nice that they're finally doing this. I want them to do this more for other, for the rest of the consoles, because I assume that six are. Super Nintendo will be soon, and N64 will be a bit after that, but it's not coming fast enough if they're continuing the auctions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, apparently, like, Super Mario 3, there's, like, 29, 9.6 Super Mario 3s out there right now. And, th and these are only water games. This isn't, like, CGC graded games, and there's, like, another grading company that does games. These are just WADA. And there's a bunch, whatever. It should have been out al alongside them selling the games originally. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, it's, oh. sorry. Sorry, go on. That's okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, the information's out there and it's slowly getting out there. So look it up, be aware of actually what's out there before you start buying and selling because... Some of these games are just insane with the balloon that has bubbled around them or expanded around them. I guess there's a better way to put that. I just wanted well, to bring that up. Yeah, nothing for me to really add to that myself. So Yeah, you're not, you don't really pay much attention to this. And I don't really, but I do because I am interested in seeing where the market goes. I'm not really someone who's going to. I think we've both said it. We're not looking into buying or slabbing our own games. So, but I do find it interesting to see where the retro gaming market is going in terms of like collecting, uh, collectability and stuff like that. Hmm. It's insane to see. It's kind of like, you know, keeping a vague eye on like, you know, the card collecting scene and seeing, you know, how much Pokemon cards have gone for over the last two or three years. And seeing that insane, insane market, fifty-four thousand dollars for a fucking Charizard card, fucking card, <laughs> like you know, it's so fucking dumb. Not salty. Not salty. I mean, if I had the card, I'd definitely be selling it. But it's just insane, right? You know, it is interesting to see this. Like when the super, like you can't tell me that you wouldn't be interested to see what is sealed. Um, what is sealed earthbound will go for and think when you look at yours going and yeah, mine could be about this grade right and kind of see what it would go for right it's interesting I, to think of i no? know mine would go for shit because mine is just wearing hair <laughs> well yeah but you know what i mean like looking at it yeah, and going yeah. yeah okay yeah that's it, it's an interesting prospect to look at and go well but you, again anyway I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to bring that up. But you can see this. It's I uh you can see the uh, population numbers on the watergames.com uh website. I don't know exactly where, but it should be there should just be a populations kind of page on there. I've not uh seen exactly where it is. I found the populations uh, link directly on a different website 
So, but there should be, it should just be on there. It shouldn't be too hard to find. It better not be hard to find. Like, how garbage would that be if they were trying to hide it? After them saying, here's the population numbers. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm rambling. We should get out of here. I'm rambling. I'm Sean. Hi. <laughs> and you can find rambling on Twitch at uh, Prince underscore Kaboom. And I am on Twitter uh, on under C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. That's C-Shabang. I've been posting a lot of random stuff. I just got my some new toys in, if you hadn't seen my Twitter. I posted a I new Guts uh, figure of him uh, having a showdown against Vegeta. Because I don't have. Uh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. I don't have a um. I don't have a Zod figure, so I was like, "Could we get a Zod figure, please?" I'll spend three hundred dollars on one. <laughs> but yeah, I post I post figures of my of uh, toys and like, and I and I like to retweet and like a lot of uh, Sailor Moon art. <laughs> Since my Twitter has been taken over by Sailor Moon artists. <laughs> that's that's on you. It is on me because I follow a lot of them as well. But I like Sailor Moon art. They looked pretty. <laughs> um, and I'm also, I post like, you know, some gameplay, some game stuff and that on uh, my YouTube, which is Mr. Prince Kaboom. I usually do try to do like one a week if I can get around to editing. I think we just finished uh, season one of Super Sentai uh, of the Chroma Squad. Uh, Toko Sentai, sorry. Nice. Uh, which would be my. Those guys behind you. Yes, the uh, Ginyu Forest Chroma Squad playthrough. Sorry, my I had a brain fart there. I'll probably be starting season two right away as soon as I get the episodes edited. I'll probably just do my uncut dump of season two this week since I haven't got around to editing. I've been just so tired and busy with other crap. Yes, <laughs> but, I feel um, you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to check out Sean... Where can they find you? Zorb underscore Zex on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. It's all the same. Some of us like to have the same name on everything, Chris. Yeah, and some so of us <laughs> and some of us can't because it gets taken by other people. <laughs> so that sounds like a you problem. You're not quick enough. Gotta go fast. Right? You'd think that no one would take this name, would take the name Prince Kaboom, but apparently people do. And the Twitter thing is because that's my personal name. So that's I'm not gonna make one just for Prince Kaboom. Screw that. I want everything out of the uh, way. <laughs> yeah, I I've I've unfortunately this is something I forgot to say at the start of the stream, but like yeah, on my Twitch I kind of I've slowed down streaming and uh you know viewership isn't as great as when as since before I started this new job, but that's to be expected because I'm I'm switching my time slots and I'm switching my days and everything. So yeah. yeah, it makes sense, but I do I do stream in the evenings now. Um we do this on Wednesdays, and then on Tuesdays I do something with someone as well. And then on the weekends I like to stream just on my own channel for myself. I'm I I I haven't come up with a new schedule yet. I'm just you know I'm not I'm not rushing into it, uh, but I know I'm kind of struggling with viewership because of it. But that's fine because you know as I said I I've been switching up my schedule a lot, but I, I don't have much of a choice. Yeah. Yeah, but you uh, can I, find I, a lot of this information in the descriptions of the podcast and YouTube videos. So, and we do have like a Discord if you want to kind of follow the podcast a little bit more, or you know, talk 
talk discussions and that. I think it's pretty empty right now, but meh, whatever. It is what it is, <laughs> you know? Yep, yep. We made it, so feel free to pop in and say hi, and we'll respond. We will but... when we can. But uh, I guess with that, if you have nothing else left to say? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. Uh, I guess we'll... <laughs> We're going to watch JoJo after this last few episodes of uh, the current batch on Netflix. I'm looking forward to that, Chris. Yeah, last four episodes of season one of Stone Ocean. It'll be good, I hope. We'll see what happens. And we'll have a review, I guess, next week. Yeah, well, we could try and talk a bit about it. Maybe try and do not-so-spoilery if we can, but we'll see what happens. But uh, I'll talk to you guys later i'll talk to you sean right away here as we end yes but uh goodbye everyone bye take care have a good week